Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the continuing increase in the price of pool chemicals in my area and probably in most areas of the country. Right now, we're right in the middle of summer and the price increases are continuing. So I'm going to go over some of the reasons again and some tips to kind of offset the higher cost of just about every chemical that we use out there in the field. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So it's not a mystery that inflation is happening all around us, even outside of our industry. I mean, the gas prices in my area have hit the highest mark since 2015. So it's like $4.30 a gallon or so, or $4.40 a gallon, which is a pretty high amount to pay for gasoline. And it's probably going to get close to the $5, I think, before it's all over, the way everything is going up. And so we're not the only industry or the only sector experiencing price increases. If you go to the grocery store, all the food products cost more and etc etc i think the only thing keeping the gas prices in check and the food prices for that matter is that there is no shortage at this point but i have heard that there may be a shortage of gas because they can't find drivers to deliver the gas to the gas station that's probably coming midsummer i would say or near the end of summer we may run into that problem and that's kind of like what's happening in the pool industry right now where there is a shortage of chlorine of the you know trichlor tablets which kind of bled into the other chlorine types a lot of areas are running out of liquid chlorine for one reason or another i'm not even sure what's behind that so a lot of suppliers are rationing the chemicals you can purchase as a pool service provider i've seen some signs posted where you can get five cases of liquid chlorine per day which is okay if you have a small route but if you have a big route that may not last you the whole week and you have to go back to your supplier more often to get more chlorine. So that's kind of a drawback there. And then, of course, the tablets have been rationed most of the season. Although I did see a post last week that some of the prices of the trichlor tablet is actually, trichlor tablet buckets is actually dropping. And the limit per tablet bucket has been increased in some suppliers. So you can get three buckets now instead of just one. And so the rationing is one thing that's new to the industry. I don't remember ever having to be limited by how many chemicals you can purchase at one time. I'm the kind of person that likes to stock up and get everything at the beginning of the week. That way I'll have everything for the week or two weeks, depending on if it's the peak of the summer or not. And the last thing you want to do, you've heard this in previous podcasts, is run out of chemicals or chlorine specifically while you're out there on your pool route. I mean, you're going to be breaking tablets up in a Ziploc bag. They kind of create chlorine if you don't have any kind of liquid or powdered chlorine products available. So I wouldn't say that breaking up tablets would be an option, but I do know one of my group members bought like 
a hundred of the trichlor dusts is like the residue from the trichlor tablets that they manufacture and he bought a hundred of these big old 50 pound pails of it last year and he's been trying to sell them last season he was trying to sell these and sold maybe like 30 of them or 20 of them and he had like 70 left which he's glad because now he's using the trichlor dust so to speak as his sanitizer because in his area the chlorine is hard to find but he was fortunate enough to get those buckets two seasons ago or a season ago and the funny thing is we used to use that all the time back in the 90s you would get these 100 pound buckets of trichlor tablets uh, delivered to you or 200 pounds and then the bottom of the container would be all this dust and they were, it was great for green pool cleanups and this was readily available back then so I don't know where he got these buckets from but he's thankful he has them and I think one of the things you have to kind of do at this point with the shortage is to be open to other types of chlorine. If you're using liquid chlorine and you can't find it, CalHypo would be probably the closest thing I would say to that. It's non-stabilized and it may be available in your area at a pretty decent price. It may not be depending on where you where you service pools at, what region you're in. And so CalHypo would be kind of a one-for-one, one in, in my opinion, for a trade-off between liquid and a dry chlorine type, since it's, again, not stabilized with cyanuric acid. And CalHypo is a pretty powerful form of chlorine, about one pound or maybe 1.2 pounds is equivalent to one gallon of 12.5% liquid chlorine. So it's not a bad trade-off if you can find it. You can even go into the grocery store and get 7.5 or 7.75 um, regular Clorox bleach or an off-brand bleach, depending on how long it's been on the shelf, of course. But, you know, that's about half the strength, well, maybe a little more than half the strength of the, you know, wholesale chlorine, 12.5%. So it's not terrible, but if you have no way of getting any kind of chemicals, then that's kind of your last resort using straight bleach. And it's not unheard of for uh, pool guys to run into Walmart and get, you know, Clorox bleach off the shelf. It's definitely the same thing, basically, but just a little weaker in form. There's nothing wrong with using Clorox bleach or any kind of bleach that you would get at the store in the laundry aisle in a pool. Again, it's the same basic chemical. If you read the ingredients on the side of a bottle of Clorox bleach and then you read the ingredients on the side of a bottle of liquid chlorine, you're going to find the same exact ingredient. It's just weaker. So that's probably why most pool service professionals don't use bleach because if you can get 12.5% over 7.75% or 6.25%, you're going to go with the stronger stuff. But if you can't find it, you have no choice but to go and get just the regular bleach that you would find at your department store. Again, nothing wrong with using it. And again, if you can't find anything liquid, go with the CalHypo. If you can't find trichlor in your area, there are a couple options for you. The CalHypo tablets may be a viable solution. I've been using them in my area. They're about the same price of trichlor tablets right now. And they're really effective. I just put them directly in the skimmer at certain pools that need to switch over from trichlor because I don't have access to, you know, a huge amount of trichlor. And so they do really well. About one tablet for every 5,000 gallons of water. And so if you have a 20,000 gallon pool on your route, you would use four of the Segura, depending on which ones you could find. Again, the, the brand, again, is Segura. And they make the Pool Life tablet and they make the CCH tablet. And these are the only two tablets that I know of on the market that are actually slow dissolving, which means that when you get back there the following week, you're going to see some CalHypo um, residue or tablet parts still in the skimmer basket. You can, of course, install a chlorinator with that. You have to install the 
um, Segura branded chlorinator, the CCH chlorinator, or the pool life chlorinator um, with those tablets. And I think they're a good alternative to trichlor. They're not stabilized, and they kind of have the same long-lasting effect that you would have with a trichlor tablet. You just can't mix the two together. So as a warning, you can't put these calhypo tablets into a trichlor feeder or floater, but they're safe to be put in the skimmer. Now, if you have a commercial account, you can't do this because you can't have anything in the skimmer or your pool will be closed down. So you're going to have to get the CCH feeder in a commercial environment, which is like 500 bucks or so. Um, if you look online for the price, you could probably get a cheaper wholesale if you can find a distributor with it. But basically, you know, for a commercial application, you can't put these tablets in the skimmer. But for residential use, these are a good one for one as far as I'm concerned between trichlor tablets because they dissolve slowly in the pool just like trichlor and they're really powerful. Again, one tablet for every 5,000 gallons and it maintains a really good chlorine level in the pool with that ratio. One chlorine type you don't hear much about is dichlor. It's kind of like the ugly stepsister for trichlor basically because they don't really make it in tablet forms. You may see it in spas mixed with bromine but as far as dichlor goes the main way that you can induce it to the pool is in a granular form, and it has cyanuric acid, a stabilizer in it. So it's okay to use it in place of trichlor. Just be aware that you're going to be adding stabilizer to the water, just as if you're using tablets. I think the major drawback with dichlor is the fact it's not so dissolving. So it acts kind of like a liquid chlorine or calhypo when you use it. So if you add maybe, you know, one or two scoops of it or a pound of it to a pool, let's say, to keep things simple you're adding a pound of that to the pool, it's going to definitely lose some of its potency or strength over time as the week goes on. And adding a pound of it at the beginning of the week, you're going to have no chlorine at the end of the week because it's not slow dissolving like the tablet. So it may last a little bit longer than liquid chlorine or calhypo because of the stabilizer in there, but it won't last nearly as long as a trichlor tablet. So it's not a good alternative to trichlor to go to dichlor. Besides that, it has more cyanuric acid in it than trichlor. So you may, you know, kind of be shooting yourself in the foot by adding a product with even more cyanuric acid to the pool water itself. What you can do, I think, is talk to your local manager. If you shop at Leslie's Pool Supply, if you call the manager and tell them that you want chlorine in the morning, maybe he can hold you some there and maybe he can give you a price break. I know there's some Leslie's managers right now that are holding liquid chlorine cases for pool guys in the back of the store instead of them having it have having to store it at their house they're actually buying it and leaving it there so that they can have chlorine at least available to them and that's a really nice gesture and i think if you call you know the local uh, manager at scp or superior they can hold chlorine for you too if you know if they have anything excess you, if you know them really well you may be able to pull some strings and get them to hold some product for you Whatever you can do to kind of get their attention that you're, you know, you're a loyal customer, whether you shop at Leslie's or the other suppliers, you want to make sure that they know that you need the chlorine, call them, bug them, order the chlorine ahead of time and pick it up. Whatever you need to do to get it, you're going to have to try to get it because if you don't have chlorine during the week, you're pretty much out of luck. You're going to be going in the Walmart to buy some Clorox bleach at this point which is not really pretty. And you've heard me mention this before, and I think it's really relevant right now that if you're not using some kind of chlorine enhancer in the pool, I don't really think you should be spending or having the customer purchase a saltwater generator per se, 
But if you want them to use an enhancer, and a saltwater generator is not an enhancer, but I know that some people are selling salt systems to their customers as the alternative to the shortage, to me, I think that's not economical for anyone involved. But besides that, the enhancers I'm talking about are more in the lines of adding borates to the pool, using boric acid powder, or using the BioGuard optimizer, using a pool RX, which is highly effective against algae, and will also extend the chlorine use. You can use the frog system. You can use the Nature 2 by Zodiac or Fluoridra, which is a really good mineral system also. You can even use phosphate and enzymes to help reduce the amount of chlorine you're adding to the pool. Any of the things I mentioned here just now will cut the chlorine usage in the pool by about half. And a couple of the things I mentioned will eliminate algae in the pool. So you're going to have like a double, I guess, killing two birds with one stone kind of thing where you save on the chlorine usage plus you eliminate algae in the pool. So I definitely think the enhancers are really important at this time or any time of the year when you're doing um, any kind of pool service. You know, selling to your customers at the beginning of the year as, as a water conditioner is probably the best way to do it. I know at this point you don't have much choice, so definitely get a pool RX unit or get a frog or get a um, Nature 2 system put in there or go to borates of 50 parts per million using the boric acid powder granular to kind of bring that up. And you can also get a pre-mixed formula like the BioGuard Optimizer. I use that also. These are great ways to add the borate to the pool itself. And, you know, it's not a cure-all, but it's definitely going to help you right now. So instead of using four tablets in the pool or three tablets in the pool, you're going to use like one tablet. And instead of adding, you know, a gallon of liquid chlorine when you get to the pool, you may add half a gallon. Or you may not have to add much at all, depending on the chlorine level, you know, that week. These enhancers really do work in stretching out the chlorine level. And I've used all of them. I've, you know, used a different, I do use different testing methods on my route where I'll go through one season with Pool RX. And then right now, currently, almost all my pools have a borate level of 50 parts per million because to me, that's one of the most effective enhancers. And it's pretty affordable for the clients. And it's not something you have to add all the time. So with the Pool RX, you got to buy a new one every season. And with the mineral systems I mentioned, the Frog and the Nature 2, you have to buy the cartridge every season. So, you know, whatever your customer is comfortable with, but I think it's definitely important to sell an enhancer to the customer. Or if you want to absorb the cost of it in some way, you can do that also. Maybe sell to them at wholesale or discount the cost of something because it's going to save you on the chlorine use. And I think one of the things that you're going to have to do, and it's kind of hard to do in some cases, and you probably don't want to do it twice in a season if you can avoid it, but you're going to have to raise the price on your clients with a letter. You can phrase it very simply like, you know, due to the external economic inflationary conditions, the pool industry is experiencing inflation as well. Due to a chemical shortage in the industry, the industry is facing some hyperinflation. And so the chemical costs to maintain your pool have gone up dramatically this year. Therefore, Mr. and Mr. Jones, I have to raise your rate by $10 a month. Starting X day, um, your rate's going to increase, and I really apologize for any inconvenience. However, I can't absorb the cost of the chemicals and stay in, you know, pretty much whatever you want to say at that point. But you kind of get the gist of it, and you probably want to blame it as much as you can on the current economic inflationary um, things that are going on because they feel it in other areas. I mentioned the gas at the beginning and the food costs of things. 
you know, you go to out to eat dinner, everything is much more expensive. The only place that you can get away with out of there without spending an arm and a leg is in and out Burger still. You can get, you can feed your family for like 25 bucks still, 30 bucks there. Everywhere else is really expensive and they'll feel that, they'll see that. And I think, you know, just by using that as a way to get their attention because they get gas every week like everyone else and they see the price going up. So, you know, using the current economic conditions is a great way to do it. And, you know, if they watch the news, they're going to see everyone talking about the chlorine shortage anyway. And definitely, you know, if they need to see prices, you can show them like Amazon, the cost of CalHypo. I was just on there the other day and it was like for 24 packs of CalHypo was like 89, no, $137, something like that. So just show them some of the online prices and they'll get the idea that, you know, it's not you, it's actually the chemical costs that have gone up. And you really can absorb it. So keep that in mind that as the prices increase to a point where you're losing money, you really can't lose money. And so you have to pass that cost on to the customer, just like the gas station is passing the cost of the higher gas onto you. If you don't know, the gas station owners make a small margin on every gallon of gas. And so whenever their wholesale price goes up or their supplier supplier price goes up, they can't take a loss on, you know, if they were making 10 cents a gallon, they can't sell it to you at the same price and make 7 cents a gallon. They're going to go out of business. And so the same thing with the pool service route. You can't keep absorbing the chemical costs and go out of business by doing that. So you have to pass it on to the client at some point. And it's just one of those things of business where if something costs you more, then the client has to pay more. And you're going to get some pushback, I know. And you're going to get a lot of complaints from certain people that you service. But it's one of the things that has to be done for you to kind of stay viable out there and stay in business. And if you're looking for other podcasts that I've recorded, I just finished a series of Bob Lowry. Actually, there's one more episode coming next week with him. And it's about... um Rookie chem- Chemistry Mistakes, you're going to really enjoy that. But if you're looking for the previous podcast, you can go to my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu of all the podcasts I recorded. With over 650 episodes, there's definitely something for you to listen to there. And if you are in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out the coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at PoolGuyCoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at GetSkimmer backslash PoolGuy. Again, that's get skimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.